Let's cut through the mainstream financial advice out there. This is your quick financial tip from your rich uncle. For the next six months, you need to be running out there and at least trying to go into deals with get a lot of cost segregations that get bonus depreciation to save you 50 cents in every dollar. We know for a fact you're going to pay for that. Obviously, don't go into bad deals with bad people. In a way, it makes sense. This is why a lot of my guys will use like conservation easements. It's another more exotic thing that you might want to consider in the situation because you're screwed. There's a lot of scrutiny over conservation easements. When you Google it, you'll get red flagged all over the place. A lot of my guys do this. A lot of my doctors, they do this kind of every year. They make $700,000 and they bring their AGI down to four hundred to save. They spend money, but to get that tax and they spend a dollar to make $4 in a way. And that's what you might have to do here. You may have to take an extra chance to save money on taxes, which you know is going to evaporate. Or so you could- would it, Might it make sense to, to focus on or, or to go look for development deals or something that would have a higher loss up front? I don't know if development has a loss up, higher good, loss up front. Good question. So you cannot take depreciation until your asset makes a dollar. So if you're talking ground up development, you can't take the depreciation from that until that thing, thing gets built and making money. So that's typically, that might put you in 2022, 2023. Or higher value add plays. If there's currently a break even, but there's 60% occupancy and they've got to do a major reno to convert a motel into apartments. At the end of the day, essentially what you're discussing about is like basically stretching your dollar and getting more leverage on it mm -hmm. by going into these crappier, more distressed deals, which it, it, in theory it works. So to answer your question, yes. Another option might be the opportunity zone funds type of deals. But the problem and they're both good ways of mitigating the tax. But personally, I wouldn't do either. Harry deals, I don't want to go into Harry deals, especially if you're an accredited investor already. Like you want capital preservation. You want to be going into good deals and solid locations. And opportunity funds, the reason why the government gives you such a perk there is because it's in a really crappy area. <laughs> so you have to ask yourself, I had another guy in my group, he sold a franchise and he had a boatload of capital gains. We're talking like millions. So he's desperate. This dude was like looking, instead of you looking 40 feet down, this guy's looking 200 feet down on their hotter. He's screwed. He's going to die. He jumps up. So he was looking for yeah. all kinds of things. And I, I advise him, don't do the opportunity zone fund thing because you're not an operator. You haven't really owned properties out of state for goodness sake. I think you, Mr. Steve Bomber, based on your experience, I think you have the aptitude to do that. But this particular guy had no like real estate operation experience so that's why i was so strongly against it and now a year and a half later the person's like, yeah i you're this is the pain in the butt there's a reason why so the lesson learned is don't let the tax tail wag the dog lane is not a lawyer cpa but the dude did quit his engineering job and now owns thousands of rental properties Learn more about the secrets of the wealthy. Join our community at thewealthelevator.com slash club. And if you're looking for a longer form podcast, also subscribe to the Wealth Elevator podcast.